What's up, everybody? Welcome back into Letterman Row. You know what time it is. It is time to hop in the Letterman Lounge, chill out, uh, grab maybe a cold drink, and chill out with myself and Matt Parker, the recruiting expert for LettermanRow.com. This is, as always, the Letterman Lounge, and it is a big edition of the Letterman Lounge because it is officially the week of the rivalry, um, the week of the game. I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. You know exactly what week it is. Um, Thanksgiving, take a, take a seat. Uh, it's Michigan week, Matt, and uh, I couldn't be more excited to talk everything uh, recruiting and game uh, this week as Ohio State barrels toward a, a rivalry showdown in a top five setting. Number two, Ohio State, and number three, Michigan. Yeah, uh, it feels like every single year the game gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it means more and more and more. And uh, for the first time in uh, almost a decade, it's two 11-0 teams um, with serious national championship implications on the line here. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it to say the least. I'm, I'm excited that we get to, we get to cover this whole week. This is, this is a lot of fun. Another uh, person who is excited about Ohio state, Michigan this week is 2024 linebacker Garrett Stover. I believe from Sunbury, Ohio, if I'm wrong, I guess I'm wrong. Um, from, from the same neck of the woods that raised one Matt Parker, um, generally, uh, northwest, the northeast side of the city, northeast suburbs. Uh, Garrett committed to Ohio State on Monday evening after a topsy-turvy day for the Buckeyes, to say the least, on Monday afternoon. So, Matt, would you like to start with the addition of Garrett Stover, the 2024 linebacker, or the more immediate uh, concern for the Buckeyes or issue maybe in 2023 with 2023 uh, three to four star, depending on where you look. Quarterback Brock Glenn from Memphis, who decommitted from the class. Um, where would you like to start? Um. Well, you know, I let let's start off with, <clears throat> excuse me, let's start off with, quote unquote, bad. Uh, and, and we'll say we'll we'll start off with the bad because the twenty three comes before twenty four. Last time I checked, and that that's taking. Maybe just a little more importance right now. No offense to Garrett Stover. Lodeman Rebel were big Garrett Stover fans here. But uh yeah. Um, you know, four star uh quarterback out of the Lausanne Collegiate School, Memphis, Tennessee. Brock Glenn did decommit from Ohio State yesterday, yesterday being Monday. Um and not only did he decommit, automatically just flipped to Florida State. Florida State was a school that was I'm uh, in the summertime. You and I, for a moment there, really thought when the Ohio State quarterback picture really looked like you know they they weren't going to man they they weren't going to get Austin Novosad to flip from Baylor. Florida State was always in the background for Brock Glenn, and there were some real questions about this quarterback position for Ohio State and what they were going to do. Uh, but ultimately, in in July, Corey Dennis and Ryan Day do get Brock Glenn's pledge. Um, you know, happy ending. Everyone lived happily ever after. Ohio State has their quarterback for 23. They have it for 24 with Dylan Rayola. And it was kind of on to 25. Uh, what, what are they going to do there? And now it's not all the way back to the drawing board because they do have uh, some things up their sleeves, if, if you will. Some very public things up their sleeves. And we'll address that in just a second. But um, the the thing that intrigues me is 
why why now you know uh, the early signing period is from when we recording from when we have recorded this video 29 days away uh the signing period early signing period opens december 21st so 29 days away um and ohio state is without a quarterback in this 23 class and they're also without a running back in this 23 class mark fletcher decommitted last wednesday and uh november 16th i believe was the date uh somewhere in that time frame so now you're ryan day you're mark pantoni and Corey dennis and tony alford and this ohio's th this entire ohio state staff and you're looking and and you know, you don't you don't have your hands in the air because you obviously have a plan. You have contingency plans and you have that board that is always evolving, always changing. You're always shaping it, even when you do have your guys, because you, you and I have said this and I know I've said this so many times until the ink dries on that national letter of intent. None of these pledges really mean a whole lot. And that's the unfortunate truth. Um and so now Ohio State is in this real, real uncomfortable position. But the comfortability that they do have in this position is the fact that they get to host whoever they want um, in the biggest game of not just their season, but the biggest game of the college football regular season. I can't think of a game that's bigger than this game between two more evenly matched teams. And what are you... What better opportunity is there for Ohio State than to bring in a prospect and say, look, we understand our position right now, but you have the opportunity to be a part of something like this every single year that you come and play football here, that you come to school here. And that's I think that gives Ohio State Ryan Day and, you know, his his staff a little bit of an advantage when it comes to their position right now, trying to find a quarterback trying to find a running back. Yeah, there and that quarterback could be Lincoln, I think, Kindholtz, who mm -hmm. is a from South Dakota. Um, I'm not sure if Ohio State's ever had a player from South Dakota. I'm going to have to check check through the rosters on that all time. Um, but that is a kid who's committed to Washington. Uh, he looks like um, an NFL player playing against uh, junior high kids uh, in South Dakota. He looks really good. Uh, I know that the competition level in South Dakota isn't, um, really, you know, Florida, Texas, Louisiana, Ohio, high school football. However, right, right. flip on the tape, you can see what Lincoln Kindholz can do. And he's a really, really talented player. Uh, you've been all over this, Matt. I'm going to give a lot of credit to you. You've been all over the, the recruitment of him and and the, the prospects of him potentially visiting Ohio State and Ohio State potentially going back out to visit him. Well, now he's coming for the Ohio State-Michigan game. Uh, that's confirmed. Uh, the, the, the funny thing is, Corey Dennis has been out to see him. And he's going to come on an official visit, but it hasn't been made public whether he has an offer or not. And so, yeah, that's the, that's the thing that I think is it's on. It's honestly kind of funny. It's you know maybe they're they're waiting they're waiting for him to you know maybe he's being told to wait to announce his offer. Maybe it, it's a it's an issue of hey you know what if we're going to offer you we're going to want you to commit as well. And that's he is committed to Washington, has been committed since, I believe, June. Um, loves a lot of things about the program in Seattle, the opportunities that he has outside of football in Seattle to do things as well. 
Um, and uh, there's South Dakota. Your your world's a little smaller in South Dakota when you have opportunities to go do things in Seattle, Washington, and Columbus, Ohio. That's that's really expanding your horizons. As somebody, uh, as somebody who went to South Dakota this summer and came back to Columbus, Ohio, they are not the same place. I can. <laughs> Um, you mentioned what he can do on the football field and, and the talent, you know, it's not necessarily the same as Ohio or Florida or Texas or California. Um, but I can say this, he is a four time state champion. So yes, seems four, four time state champion has almost 10,000 career passing yards. That's good. Um, 109 career passing touchdowns i think that's the right number i saw that yesterday sounds good uh and about 3500 rushing yards and another i think 20 or 30 rushing touchdowns so competition be darned be darned not be damned but be darned the kid's good he's a player he's a serious player and you know Ohio State doesn't recruit everybody. There's a reason why they went out to South Dakota to to watch this kid play. The kid can play. He's a stud. Uh, I actually believe someone in in the Letterman Lounge let, uh, message board said if his uh, name was Manning, he would be a five star. And uh, I had a, I had a good laugh at that. I had a good laugh at that. But I think the point that that you know one of the subscribers was making that. The kid has talent. He has the arm talent. He has the vision. He has the size. Uh, I believe he's about 6'3", north of 200 pounds. Like he's big kid. Um, and we'll see how we'll see how this official visit goes um, starting Saturday. Matt, I think that's good for the quarterback talk. Uh, Brock Glenn out of the class, potentially a new guy in the class. We'll see how everything shakes out, but it looks like the Buckeyes could be making a trade that may be seen as some as a little bit of an upgrade at quarterback in the 2023 class. We'll just have to wait and see, though, because if that official visit doesn't post planned, maybe you don't get that, and then you're back to the drawing board, or you're going to the portal to try and find another quarterback. Uh, you don't want to enter 2023 with just uh, two quarterbacks on the roster. Ohio State definitely doesn't want to be in that position with, with Kyle McCord, with Devin Brown. So th- I would err on the side of saying they need a 2023 quarterback. But if you have to go portaling, uh, there will be guys in the portal. I promise the, the, the portal is going to be full. So uh, if you don't, if you swing and a miss uh, on a Washington commit in late in this cycle, you can go to the portal. But that's quarterback talk. Uh, now I guess we get to go to uh, Northeast Suburbs talk and uh, and talk Garrett Stover because this is a guy who, according to people inside the the Woody Hayes Athletic Center, who talked to both you and I, uh, they are ecstatic to have Garrett Stover in this class. They are very excited to see what he can do potentially in this defense. Um, you know, comparisons have been made. They're, they're all over the place. They're all everywhere from, you know, a, a physical in-the-box guy to maybe even transitioning into a safety to being a little bit of both, maybe that Pete Werner style where he played. You know, I, it was always crazy to me when we watched Pete in 2020 drop back 20 yards off the ball and, and play a little safety. So, Garrett's a really versatile athlete, obviously the cousin of, of Cade Stover. And and I think that Ohio State uh, is doing itself a great service by locking up Garrett Stover into this class before anybody else really sees, 
you know, just how good he is and Ohio State polished off this recruitment in a, in a big way. Yeah, I think the number one thing that's so important about about um, Garrett Stover and his recruitment is that he's a top 150 national prospect and he is 15 miles away from Ohio State. It's critically it is so critically important to this program regardless of who is at the helm of this program that if there are national like big time prospects um in your backyard that you get them and you get them early and that's exactly what they did with Garrett uh I give a, a lot of props to Perry Eliano and Jim Knowles they've been really really active in this recruitment and then we saw uh we saw Ryan Day get pretty active in this recruitment pretty early on I think that might have a little something to do with the fact that he is Cade's cousin but also and again he's just a he's a really talented player and he's in Ohio State's backyard so if you're the head coach of Ohio State and you see a kid who runs a 4-4 and is a linebacker um and he runs a 4-4 on Ohio State's practice field by the way so when you see that kind of athleticism and you see that kind of speed, but then you see the physicality that he brings to the table, you know, you mentioned how versatile he is. And this is a guy, he, this was his first season um, at Big Walnut High School where he played in the box. He was their will linebacker in their 4 2 5 defense. And that was his first time ever really playing linebacker in a varsity setting. It was this season. And what did Big Walnut do? Oh, they went to a regional final. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, a regional semifinal. Lost to perennial power Maslin um, and, in a game that was a lot closer than the score looks as well. So, yeah, I think it was really important that they managed to keep the Ohio guy in Ohio. Um, and, again, I give a lot of props to Perry Eliano, safeties coach, and Jim Knowles, defensive coordinator, um, linebackers coach for Ohio State. Who, uh, uh, you know, I've I've heard reports, and Garrett has told me, short of him showing me his call list, uh, him and Jim Knowles talk a lot. They, they talk a lot, probably about twice a week. Is what I was I was told, what I've you know heard and stuff like that, and. This has been a very busy time for Jim Knowles as well, you know, so he's he's got to worry about making sure that this defense is still humming along, that they're still playing well, but also recruit being a being a college football coach doesn't sound like a lot of fun at times, you know, at, at times it doesn't really sound like a lot of fun, but the point of the point of that little thing is, um, you know, recruiting never stops for these guys. And, and they, I think the difference that one of the things that I've quickly, quickly learned on my time, you know, covering recruiting and especially as it relates to covering Ohio State recruiting is that this program is very genuine in the things that they do and the things that they say. And if they like a kid and if they're, you know, if they're big on a kid and they're high on a prospect, they're going to go out of their way to show that love, to show that brotherhood, to show that program and the culture and everything that is Ohio State. And that's what attracted Garrett Stover to Ohio State is that sense of family. 
is that sense of brotherhood. Not to mention the fact that, you know, that's the team that he's grown up watching for as long as he can remember. And he's been to Ohio State games before, you know, he could spell Ohio State probably. Um, And it it, it was just, it's a big win. And it seemed like a very obvious thing that he was going to go to Ohio State. I don't think he's missed a home game this year, maybe one or two. Um, It seemed like it, it was a done deal, but... I had a chance to talk to him a little bit, and Notre Dame was giving him some serious things to think about. He was in South Bend for the Irish's win over Clemson, um, which if you were a recruit visiting for that game, that's that will give you a lot to think about. Um, you know, he has a pretty solid relationship with Marcus Freeman, um, but ultimately, you know, everything came back to Ohio State and how he felt out about Ohio State. It was always, you know, coming back to Ohio State. So it ended up being Ohio State. But also, he's a 2024 prospect. And I, I don't anticipate on things changing for him. But uh, he's still got a, a year left of, of this whole entire recruitment stuff, if you will. Yeah, now Ohio State has three commitments in the 2024 class, Matt. It's off to an absolutely home, an absolute home run of a start. Uh, Dylan Rayola, the number one overall player in the country. That's not going to change, guys. He's not going to be rivaled for that number one overall spot as long as he keeps doing what he's doing at Chandler out in Arizona before he joins the program. Uh, Ian Moore, a really, really talented uh, on three consensus, number 54 overall player, number three offensive lineman. Uh, I know Justin Fry is ecstatic to have him in the class already. And then you got Garrett Stover, who's a local kid, who's going to be one of the the Captain Buckeyes, as everyone likes to crown somebody in each class. He's going to be one of those ace recruiters for the program whenever there's visits happening, whenever there's a, a camp that they need somebody at to, to be a peer recruiter. I would imagine Garrett will be that guy. He'll take lead on that. And I think that's important for Ohio State to find that guy every cycle. You had it in Kyle McCord, who wasn't a local kid, but – was a real leader of the class in 2021. You had it in 2022 with CJ Hicks. You supposedly were going to have it with Sonny Styles in 23 before he reclassified. Now you've got it with Garrett Stover in the 24 class. I think that is huge for the Buckeyes to, to have him around to be able to uh, peer recruit. And, you know, you start to build this thing out uh, leading up to Ohio State, Michigan on Saturday, where it will be a, um, a lot, there will be a lot of recruits there, uh, to say the least, Matt. We're expecting a full, full house of 2023, some surprise, some potentially surprise visitors. Uh, you know, you never know who's going to show up at the horseshoe when a game like this happens. Uh, you know, even LeBron showed up the last time a game was this big in the horseshoe. Uh, and then you've got the 2024s who are going to be there. It's going to be one of the biggest weeks in general from Monday with the decommitment and commitment to all the way through Saturday, it's going to be one of the bigger weeks we've seen in Ohio State football recruiting, probably since uh, June when Brandon and his Carnell Tate both committed in, in that few day span. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm pretty sure this this show is is going to be airing Wednesday, Wednesday evening or, or sometime in there. Um, so let's not forget on, on Thanksgiving Day, uh, four star Roman Catholic wide receiver Philadelphia uh, out of Philadelphia, PA. Tysir Denmark is is announcing his commitment on Thanksgiving Day. Another 2024 prospect. I placed a prediction into the uh, on three 
RPM system, recruiting prediction mis- uh, machine. And I placed a prediction on on the Buckeyes to get his pledge. So Ohio State may or may not be adding another impressive talent to their 2024 class before the week is is said and done. Really and truly before the week gets started. Yeah, because the week's going to get started really on Saturday when uh, the horseshoe potentially collapses on itself from how loud it will be in that building. In yeah. the build-up to Ohio State and Michigan, you all know that already, though. It's number two. It's number three in the horseshoe. The Wayne Talmuds versus the Buckeye Leaves. It is going to be rocking. We will be there. Letterman Roll will have full coverage of that. Matt, especially, will have full coverage of the recruiting side. Um, every recruit who's there, Matt, will have a photo of them up on the up on the website Saturday night. You know, it, it's going to be huge, um, not just for, for Ohio State and Michigan, but for the recruiting department. You know, I always think of this every time Michigan hosts a big recruiting weekend against Ohio State. Those recruits get to watch Ohio State, too. Uh, you know, every time Ohio State hosts a big weekend, these kids get to also watch what Michigan does. And so it's a huge recruiting weekend for that purpose in general. Yeah, I think these kids. Make I think I, I know we're I know we're trying to trying to close it out here, but uh, I can't help but thinking about the fact that this is the first time since 2018 that the game is being played in Columbus. This is the first time Ryan Day has coached in the game in Columbus, Ohio. So there is the, every time you think about this weekend, you think of something new, you think of a new layer of of the, of this weekend and and what it means for Ohio state and what it means for this program who have spent the last 360 plus days listening to all the stuff that's been said about them. Um, We've seen a different approach from this program this year. Recruits have noticed the difference and the changes in this program. And uh, I think that I mean, I know the ultimate test is this Saturday, and we'll see if it pays dividends. And so will all of those recruits in the stands. Absolutely. Noon on Fox on Saturday in the Horseshoe, Ohio State, Michigan. Matt will have full coverage of the recruiting side. Andy Backstrom, Tim May, and I will have full coverage of the team side. Thanks for watching the latest edition of the Letterman Lounge. Come check us out. Hang out in the Letterman Lounge. We're talking about recruiting in Ohio State football all year round at lettermanrow.com on that message board. $10 until next August. That is a hell of a deal, Matt, if I do say so myself. Go check it out if you haven't already. If you are subscribed, thank you kindly. We really appreciate it. Uh, But for Matt, I'm Spencer. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys in the horseshoe on Saturday for Ohio State and Michigan.